Hi everyone, welcome again to your journey, your testimony. This is Judy Deborah. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing great. Thank you once again for tuning in to listen to part two of Victoria's testimony. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, I will suggest that you do so. Um, part two is really the concluding part of her story and testimony, which I think is quite powerful. So I hope part one has blessed you and will bless you. So as we listen to part two, where we, we both began to talk about the challenges that we go through as Christians, I hope that as we share, that it blesses you. So let's go ahead and listen to the second part of a testimony. And so you went to the hospital. How long were you in the hospital for? A good, almost two months. Okay. And of course, her mom was actually praying. And, yeah, or she was yeah. praying. Her faith just skyrocketed. It, it was like she was encouraging people. Because mm. people would come to the hospital and see me and just be sad. And my mom would tell them wow. to encourage them that wow. this is this is the plans of the enemy. This is not this is not the final say. Yeah, she could absolutely. see that her daughter won't be like this forever. Absolutely. Even though she had to look at me and know that this is hard, but with God, everything could be possible. Mm, her faith absolutely. really, really, it was I, like, I'm so, so, so like proud of my mom. It's because of her and the way she is that I am who I am right now. Of definitely is by God's grace and it's by him. Mm. But my mom's a big pillar in my life. She, she is definitely part of um, why I'm living here today because towards the end of my um, discharge in the hospital, they told my mum that um, they didn't know what was wrong with me. There was no physical um, account to, for them to tell them why I'm like this. I went to the psychiatry hospital. I went to Morsley Hospital. This is in Camberwell. There was nothing they could do. They took blood tests. Nothing would tell them why I'm in this state. Nothing. I was in the hospital. Nothing. There's no evidence or some sort of report at least to tell us this is why I'm like this. So it was very clear. It was a spiritual attack. Yes, absolutely. It was very, very clear. So um, just to cut the long story short, when I was about to get discharged, they told my mum that, um, they will have to, my mum would have to sign a document because I'm not going to get any better. It was for her to sign, for them to uh, inject me with this substance, for them, for this substance to calm me down. So I would have been like a vegetable, like I would have been, um, you know, when you go to a disabled home, someone that couldn't fend for themselves, a carer would have to feed you, a carer would have to bathe you, that's what I would have been. If they're, giving, if they're giving you this... Yeah, because that would have even made it worse. Because already I was leading to that state. I, I, was, I wasn't bathing myself. Oh, wow. I wasn't feeding myself. Like, I would eat, but I don't want to eat. Oh. I, I, had, I, had, I was literally, like, reduced to nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was cared for. So they said, it's like I'm occupying bed space. I'm not getting any better. More pages need to come. So as doctors, this is the only thing they could think of for my mum to agree so she can sign this contract for them to inject me with this substance and this would have been me. I would have been in the home, being fed, being bathed. I would, my mum and family would come and visit me when they can and I would have been in a disabled home. Yeah. So how did your mum 
take this? My mom told them that this is the plaza of the enemy. <laughs> they didn't understand what my mom was saying. African mother. <laughs> my mom said this is not a physical um, thing. This is a spiritual attack. She's mm. not signing it. And they were so confused. They told my mom that, listen, your daughter has been here for almost getting to two months. We've tried everything. We don't know what it is. She's taken up our bed space. The only thing we have to do now to appease things, because, I mean, we can't release her to go home. She's not going to be of good help to you and the family. She's not in, in good mind. Negative. So what's, you, what's all negative? All negative, so what the enemy wants. And if you're not spiritually aware, exactly. you're not grounded in Christ, you're going to sign it. I'm, Oh my and God. Have receive you that, that as negative your... talk about how you were going to become trying to prophesy negativity into mm. your future. And I didn't well. know this was going on. I'm just wow. in my bed. Wow. If my mom wasn't the mom who she was or her faith was grounded in Christ, she would have signed it. She would have signed it and I, I would have been in a home. I wouldn't have been able to meet you. I wouldn't mm. have been able to do the things I've done from 14 to now. I would have no. been in a home. That would have been like my destiny signed off by the enemy. And, that's, that's, and that would have been me. But because of faith, knowing who you are, my mum said she's not signing it. Mm -hmm. So my mom, what my mum did was, because I think I had one more week for, for, for my mum to think about it again. Mm. So my mum came in with um, bread and she came in with non-alcoholic drink as the Lord's Supper, Communion. reminding yeah. the communion, that's it. Reminding God of his promise that this is his blood and this is his body. We should drink. And my mum prayed over it. And she put it to the hospital. And she prayed. I remember she had tears in her eyes. And I had tears in my eyes as well. Like I knew what was going on. But I didn't no know the uh, the depths of what was about to happen. Oh. So I, I believe by faith. I took the communion. And my mum said, do you believe that I'll get hurt? I said, yeah, mummy, I'll believe that I'll get well. All that kind of stuff. And I took the communion. And then within a few days' time, my mum was telling me that, okay, Vicky, you know, you have one more week, you have to be well, at least. I had to go through an interview process for them to speak to me, basic questions for them to see that I was okay. To sign you off, that's Yeah, to sign me off. And my mum my mom believed that I would be, I'll be okay because I was getting better. I wasn't 100%, but I was okay enough to hold some, some conversation. And so my mum said, okay, on this day, you're going to speak to them. They're going to ask you your name, what you do, uh, what you like doing. Just be free, answer them. Don't fall, don't be scared, whatever. She reassured me. And so the day came and, I, oh my gosh, I lost so much weight. Oh. I lost so much weight. I felt so, oh. I was so thin. You were eating then anyway. I wasn't yeah. eating. I didn't know what I was going into. My mum said, I, I didn't know. Am I going to be on TV? What's this interview about? I didn't know. Mommy just said, don't worry. Just answer the questions. I'll be there with you. So I was in a room. I was speaking to one person. And then in another room, I couldn't see them. But that it was sort of like, you know where people can see you, but you can't see them. But yeah. in another room. Yeah. That's how it was. It's like in a position. That's what they're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. They in wanted position. to see me <laughs> yeah. properly. Yeah. Obviously, observe, observe, observe me. You, yeah. um, that's what they did. Yeah to see if this girl's okay to go off or not. And to God, God, um, God being so good, glory to God, I answered their questions to the best of my knowledge. Mm. And they took down my answers and then um, I went back into my room. I think my mum got the report that I'm good to go home. Wow. 
and I came home with my mom. I remember walking out of the hospital like, like, oh my gosh, freedom. I'm oh going home. Bless the Lord. I went home. I held my mom's hand. It felt like, oh gosh, like I'm stepping out into the world again because I've been in the hospital for so long. I don't know what's going on out there. Mm. Um, I was my my self-esteem was so low. My self-esteem was so low. Mm. I was fearful a little bit because I knew that everybody saw the state in which I was. I'm even teary now. Um, yeah, it was, I it was. to deal with that with your friends? Have we brought seen you? Yeah, it was. What um, they were going to think and how they were going to see you, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was like, wow. Yeah. And I said, I asked God, oh God, why did I have to go through this? Why did, at such a young age, why did I go through this? But anyway, the God being so good, I did. He saw me through and it was time for me to go back to school. Um, I was in year nine and my mum said, am I going to be okay to go to school? And I said, yes, I'm, I'm better than before. I was extremely quiet. Um, I had I lost so much weight. So you could see that something wasn't the same. If you knew who I was, you could see that, oh, I look different. So I went to school. Um, I got on with school. I was extremely quiet again because, as I said, I'm a bubbly person, really loud. When Victoria's around, you know I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to school. I, I reassured my mom that I'll be able to go to school because even going to school, doing my work was hard. I had to now remember things. It's like what happened to me really took over my life, my thinking, my sense of knowing. I had to start everything again with God's help. So I got better. When I got better... It's like this thing will kick back in again. I will go down, I'll go I'll go numb, I'll go quiet, I won't say a thing. And then I think it took a good year for me to get back to my feet again. It took a good year. It was off and on, off and on. Like I was I'll be okay to do normal things, but I was extremely quiet. I wouldn't really socialise. And um, I think by faith, by prayer. God being with me and him being God, I became the person I am again. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. And look at you now. I know, right? Look at now, look at, but he, like, he would have thought that I was I was a mad one day. Oh my God. And it's so amazing because, you know, God is so wonderful. God is so wonderful. I mean, we're talking about pastors and, you know, PKs, their kids and what they go through. And you just shared, shared that with the authors here. And I'm like, oh my God, we talk about it, but we don't know these things. Mm -hmm. If you hadn't shared your story with me, I want to know that you've gone through that. We just say it like pastor kids, pastor's kids go through a lot, but mm -hmm. do we actually know what they go through? Yeah. And I was, what I was going to ask you, because we talked about the fact that this happened to you and I was talking about pastors get tested. What, how do you feel like, what do you think that God was doing in your life at that time? Looking back now, do you, what did you learn from that experience? I learned to, to rely on him. I, I learned that like the world I see is not what it is. Mm. Like there's things out there that we need to now look to him alone. Mm. I learned I, I learned to humble myself. Mm. I learned that what what I have or who I am isn't the final thing. It's mm. it's through God. He is my source of life. Mm. I learned that completely. Mm. It's not the oxygen I have in me. It's not how 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 
um, creative I am or the way I think. He is my source. It is my alarm clock that's not waking me up each day. It is the spirit of God that wakes me up. I learned solely that he was my source of life because he, he my experience showed me that I'm nothing without him. I literally was nothing. Absolutely. I was nothing. I learned that I, I really learned that he is my source of my life. Mm. Um, I also learned a year later or two that maybe this testimony is not for me to keep because I was Absolutely. shy. I was shy to Absolutely. share it. My aunties would say, Vicky, you know you have a great testimony. Absolutely. You can share this testimony to, and bring people to him. Like if people want a miracle or they want to understand if is God real, mm. you're a living testimony to let them know Amen. that he's his role and i was like yeah it would take me time to share this testimony because <laughs> i need to absorb it but yeah. after a while i, I began to share it bit mm. by bit to people mm. when i when i feel led to i would share it if i don't i wouldn't but god is telling me that even if you don't feel le led to do it you should say because you're you're alive today because of me Absolutely. like you wouldn't have been alive to share something if it wasn't for me so share it so sometimes i put my feelings inside Especially me doing this podcast, mm. it's making me be. It's, it's making me realize that any opportunity I have, I should share my testimony yeah, because absolutely. I don't know what this testimony is doing for somebody else. Who's encouraging? No, no, who's giving hope to? Yeah. You never know. No, just never know. No, the way God works and who who's going to hear this and feel encouraged by it, you never know. You never know. Like I, I, I felt comfortable enough to share it with you and Darren oh, yesterday. Absolutely. I felt led to. I thought. Yeah, I want to share my testimony. Not knowing you even have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing when God works, isn't it? It's so amazing. <laughs> you know, I totally got your point about when you were in hospital, coming out of hospital and, and, and seeing friends and neighbours who'd actually seen you have that experience, see, see you uh, go through that. And I was thinking about myself because obviously uh, I told you 2020 April, mm -hmm. being in hospital for three months, I didn't want to leave the hospital. Mm. I didn't want to. Mm. I, I felt like, you know, I'm in hospital and I, have, I could see the people going through the same things around me. So I felt comfortable. I felt this was home. And it was a challenge for me to leave because I was like, how do I go back there knowing that I have issues with my mobility? Because um, right now, thank God, I, you know, I made so much progress. I could mm. walk and everything, but I couldn't actually walk very well then. Mm. And I couldn't speak as well. Really? Yeah, I couldn't speak as well. So I was, it was very difficult for me to come out of the hostel and face people that could, you know, work all right, speak all right. Everything was okay. And oh. I was so ashamed. And I actually put me in, the, in a state of, you know, I was so depressed. Mm. But I thank, God, I thank God because, you know, gradually, by the grace of God, you yes. overcome those things yeah. that are trying to bring you down. Yes. Because the devil is, 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 <laughs> has a strategy. It really wants to put you in a place where you feel like you can't make you it again. Can't like make any, you can't do anything with your life. Yeah. You, you, you know, life is finished. Yeah. But thank, thanks to God who is with us and by the power of, by the power of His Holy Spirit gradually uplifts us. Mm. And I'm so glad to see you here. Ooh, I'm so glad. Look I'm at glad you. To I mean, see you too. people can't like, see you now. Sometimes I wish I had a, a YouTube channel, <laughs> but they can't see you now. Looking beautiful, you're married now. Oh, and, yeah. You know, you're going to turn what 32 yeah, in a few days. In a few days. in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, isn't that wonderful? It goes good. It's you're wonderful. Turn 32 in a couple of days. I'm going to turn 32. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So have have bed in advance. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'm so glad you shared it, shared this with me uh, yeah. on on this podcast and. And yeah, um, it's so interesting because as, as I was saying, yes, 
we do talk about about past such children but we never actually speak to the children and say how are you feeling about you this feeling? because yeah. sometimes about the parents and what they're going through because yeah. the devil is testing them with yeah. the children but you never speak to pastors kids to actually find out how you how yeah, you, yeah, you have you dealt, yeah. dealt with this you know so it, it's amazing and so um just to ask you so right now what are you doing i mean you shared a super a special gift that you have yeah that gift that you have is so special yeah you do you still still hear things you see see things do you still you know not as much as i should be doing julie uh. because <laughs> i have to be honest that i've not um really really availed myself the way i should like yeah. sometimes availing yourself is sometimes being busy, what stops you from availing yourself the way you should is being busy with life, yeah. work, yeah. and not Absolutely. having the time you should have in him. And yeah, not just mm. being in what you need to be being in for him to use you the way. So I was saying no, unfortunately, but coming to Ashburnham, even doing this podcast with you is telling me that Vicky, you need to get back into mm. where you were. Mm. Because if it took this incident how many years ago for you to be aware of what God can do with you. He, he can do it even greater with you absolutely. being well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, it's even a reflection for me on this podcast for me to realize that uh, I've got more things to be doing and mm. I need to pop, really step up again mm. and um, not be comfortable with where I'm at but to go forth and do great things because even with what you're doing is wonderful you're doing this podcast oh, interviewing people <laughs> regardless of what you've even been through yeah. you're a big testimony doing what you're doing and even sharing people's testimony on your platform using that to encourage people it's so wonderful mm. like who would have known that um when you were in a hospital that a few years later you'd be doing this I didn't like know that. You, you were telling me that you, yeah. I didn't even know, you said you weren't able to speak, but yeah, you're using speak, what you have yeah. now, you're able to speak, and you're sharing your wonderful news on podcast. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is Because when this I started this podcast, I wasn't speaking properly. Um, ah. Yeah, there was a lot of editing. On it, yeah. <laughs> on it. But, you know, when I, that was one of the things I told God, that look, I can't, I can't do this podcast. I can't speak properly. Why would I, why would I go and go start a podcast when I'm, I'm struggling to speak? Yeah. And right now, when people hear me speak, they're like, oh my God, your, your speech is wonderful. Yeah. So, like, doing this, I've had my miracle happen to me, where my voice is completely my speech is completely fine. Fine. Is it that you do um, you didn't want to say or the just, words weren't coming out? It wasn't I, nothing. I was basically just say I'll say one or two words and the brain would just be fatigued, tired, and won't be oh. able to say anything anymore. Wow. And I think when it first this at first my brain couldn't re even remember anything. I couldn't say A B C. I couldn't remember one. I couldn't even remember pronouncing things. Like there was it was I had to have a I had to have a speech therapist okay. to take me through pronouncing words knowing what different things were yes. and learning how to pronounce them again and yes. learning how to speak again yeah so i had to go through all of that yes you know and they were like okay we're done but the only thing you have to know you have to continue speaking that's going to help you okay so when god says start what podcast i was like excuse me <laughs> like, so he literally told you to start yeah podcast. i was i was i was sitting this this testimony is wow. about you but anyway let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> this testimony is about you but i'm talking now anyway let's chat um yeah so it, it, it was um i was 
sitting on my on my on my bed that one morning and uh, doing my devotion and I was I was I was speaking to the Lord about you know I've got so much free time now what do I do with my free time that's what I asked the Lord mm. and I said I promise you I'm not going you're not going to give me some idea I'm going to forget oh. about it I, I, by your grace I yeah. will do this oh, wow. if you give me the strength to do it and when he said podcast your journey your testimony I was like that sounds good but how am I going to be able to speak (laughs) this sounds like um, Moses when Moses oh my god that was exactly what I was thinking about and God said find your is it Aaron yeah because Moses was complaining about because he was a stammer yeah yeah Yeah. wow (laughs) (laughs) and that was exactly what happened to me and God reminded me about Moses. And it's so interesting that you mentioned that because God reminded me of him that, you know, he told Moses, I have the, I'm the, I'm the one that gave you that tongue. I'm the one that gave you the lips. Yes. Why are you complaining about not being able to speak? I feel goosebumps right now. You know? <laughs> so, oh my God. This is the testimony of, by, by Victoria, by the way. It's not, <laughs> my, not my testimony. So, but we, we said we're going to have a conversation and that's what happened. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I believe that every, God is able. Yeah, God is able. And, that he never gives us more than we can handle. People say that, mm, but never. When you think that, oh, true. you want me to do this thing, and he's, yeah, I want to do it because I you're not going to do it. Yeah, because I am going to be with you. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yes. I am going to be with you. I'll give give you the words to speak. Yeah, you saying you can't speak. I'm the one that created your tongue. Exactly. You know, who who created your tongue? I he did. did. So he, he can did, control he everything. So you know. I, I was asking you about, uh, you know, where you are now in terms of how you're using your gifts, and you know, God might be saying, "Go back to that." I want you to kind of draw close to me. Yeah. Start using the gifts I've given you. Yeah. It's the gifts that God has given us is not for us; it's really for others. Yes. You know, and and, and God has a purpose for it. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I've just changed this testimony now to myself. Honestly, it's, it's a fusion testimony. You see, <laughs> yes. this is. This is powerful. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so I hope the listeners are actually getting a lot from this as, as we share. So my last question is, do you have any sort of advice or something to tell listeners or anybody that might be, might be going through, not exactly what you're going through, but yeah. similar, something that you can share to help encourage people? I would say that um, just like Job, Job didn't know that the enemy had a meeting in heaven, <laughs> proposing to God that Job is only the way your son Job is only the way he is because of how you've blessed him, how many things you've given him, and I bet you God, if I was to take everything away from him, let's see if he will call you God. Mm. Likewise, the enemy has planned something about us, but we don't know what it is. Mm. So I would say, keep the faith going. Don't Absolutely. don't lose hope. Keep fighting. Keep believing in God. Put your trust in Him, and everything will play out. And everything will make sense. Mm. Everything will make sense. Don't lose your hope. Be, be, uh, be steadfast like we're all running our races the race won't be easy why because Amen, yeah. you know we're going to a greater place which is to be with the Lord one day Amen, yeah. and for us to get there the enemy doesn't want us to get there mm. he's tasted heaven he was once in heaven he was the archangel he he, he, he knows the glory that we're about to behold right. and he's stopping us from getting there right. so I would say keep the faith going hold on fast rely on him trust with god with all your heart not your family not your job not your husband not your wife not in anything but in him because everything can go as we're speaking now just today the queen just passed away Mm. the queen that has long reigned for 70 years is finally gone Mm, we one day one by one we will go home at the appointed time Mm. so you should ask yourself in my lifetime what have i done for christ what have i done for other people why am i alive 
if you have all these questions at hand, you would want to keep the faith and keep going. And, and it could be in the smallest thing that you're doing to help people. It may not be, I don't know, podcasting, may not be preaching. Mm. You may not be out in the open, but the small you can do is enough. Mm. If you're able to affect one person, mm. it's more than enough. Um, Absolutely. That's what I would say. Well, I would say, and, and I also say that your, your pain or your wound uh, is a healing for somebody because you're not able to, for example, my situation of me being mad at a young age, I now have that um, love or that sympathy for people who are probably mad uh-huh. or uh-huh. who needs healing. I have that sympathy for, for me to reach out to them, almost to the point where I would love to heal. When I see somebody down, sick, I, I want to be out there to heal you and say mm. that God loves you mm. and God's your healer mm. because I've been there before. Yep. So I have yep. that, I don't know. What I know is it? For me. You, you have that uh, almost, because I've been in your shoes yep. and I know how it feels like yep. and by, by the grace of God, I've been able to overcome it and you can too. So I can step in and be there and, and bring healing in that pain because I was once that pain. Absolutely. It's support. Yeah, and I, bringing I, the love of Christ. Yeah, that that's one thing. So I would say your pain is literally your ministry. Your pain is something God wants you to go through for somebody, not for you. Absolutely. You shared something yesterday, and you said whatever circumstances you were in wasn't really for you; it was for somebody else, mm-hmm. and it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When you said that you're, that's not where I am. Like people that are disabled or have some sort of. Issue, mobility issues, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I see myself like wanting to take care of them, wanting yes. to be there for them because I'm yes. like, I, I know what you're going through because obviously I'm going through the same thing. Same thing. I just want to know that I'm there for you. I'm there I'm, for you. I'm, I'm, I'm so like, when I see them, I'm like, okay, I want to take care of this person. I want to make sure they're okay. So I'm like that. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting to say your pain is a mystery. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> we're learning <laughs> by God's grace. Yeah. You know, we fulfill the purpose that He's called us to fulfill. Yes. I'm so grateful for this. this I testimony. am. I'm I so am. Grateful I'm so grateful well. for as Burnham, if I can pronounce that thing. <laughs> pronounce that name and get it right Ashburn Ashburn okay I'm so glad to be doing this here because this is my third time coming here Mm. and I met so many amazing people and we've shared there's been so many testimonies shared so many and I'm hoping that you know I can share some of these testimonies on my podcast and thank you so much Victoria for sharing this with um, you know the listeners and thank you for allowing me to do this thank you so much I know that this was actually you know it gets it got to a point where it was a bit of, of a yes, <laughs> a it, it, it got emotional. Yeah, but it got I'm emotional. So, but I've got to thank you because this is actually part of the healing process as well. Mm. So, I just want to say thank you so much. Yes. And thank you, listeners, once again for 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 joining me, for joining us, and for listening to this podcast. I hope you've been blessed. Uh, again, we are on Spotify. Um, on Anchor, you can listen to us whenever you want. Again, you can send me some questions. Mm. You know, I can pass it on to Victoria if you have questions for her, and she'll be more than happy to answer sure. those questions. And yeah, so pray for us, mm. and I hope you have a good time yeah. and a good day, a good yeah. week, a good month. Yeah, <laughs> all the best. I'm be blessed. Goodbye, Victoria. Goodbye, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> bye, all. Take care now. Bye, bye.